Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their world. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Writing compelling content. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, in studio today with Stacy Ennis. Stacy is a writer, book coach, and creative consultant who helps thought leaders, celebrities, Nobel Prize winners, and she says, quote, average, extraordinary people translate their thoughts into writing. She's the former executive editor of Healthy Living Made Simple. It's a Sam's Club magazine that reaches around 11 million people bi-monthly. She's also, she's also been involved in writing or editing dozens of books, including her own book, The Editor's Eye. She has a master's in professional writing and editing from the University of Cincinnati and a bachelor's in writing from Boise State University. Stacy, thanks so much for being with us today. It's a pleasure to be here. So what gets you out of bed in the morning, excited to take on the day? What gives you energy around this idea of helping writers succeed? I love helping people accomplish goals they've had for not years, but decades. A lot of my clients have had these big audacious goals, which they want to write a book, they want to build an audience, they want to get their thoughts out there in writing. And to me, it's extremely cool to be the one to help them do that. Give me an example, a a recent story where you've seen that happen. Well, I have a, a couple of clients like that right now that they've had a book idea for literally over 10 years Mm -hmm. that they've thought about probably on a daily basis. And one in particular is about to get to see his book in print. And that's pretty amazing. That uh, that time where you get that, that first box and you open it up and yeah. look inside and there's the cover. I know. You know from experience. I know from experience what yeah. this is like. It is an awesome feeling. So I can imagine that helping somebody through that process is is life-changing for you as well. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is. And it's it's neat to just be, I don't, I'm kind of in the background and nobody really knows that I'm there. But to me, I just feel overwhelmed with pride when I see people have cool things like that happen. Absolutely. Our topic today, writing compelling content. And and we've had these conversations, but why do you think it's difficult for people to write? Why do they hold on to that dream for decades? Sure. When the story's inside of them, so to speak. Well, it's interesting. I've worked with some of the most successful leaders in the country, talking to them about their stories and helping bring out their stories to put into writing. And I am amazed at the number of times these successful leaders will cry during our coaching sessions. That's not abnormal. And I'm amazed at the number of times these successful leaders will tell me stories about their childhood that prevents them from writing today. Writing really goes back, um, or sharing your writing is often a place of vulnerability for a lot of people, even individuals who are outwardly extremely confident, extremely successful. For some reason, writing brings out their insecurities. Why is that? You know, I, I think some of it is the permanence of it. Once you you put something into written form, you feel like it's there and you share it and there's no bringing it back. But I also think it has something to do with sharing something that's inside of you with other people. You don't really have the control over that interaction. So when you're talking to somebody, you can quickly adjust and compensate for however that interaction is unfolding. But in writing, you have to put it out there 
and let the masses decide what they want to do with it and have their own individual experiences with that. I'd like to dive a little deeper into the idea of something in the background, the childhood, Mm -hmm. that would even prevent somebody from pursuing this dream of writing. How hard do you have to pull out that childhood story or even make it uh, or help the person come to the realization that it is something that deep that is holding them back? Do you find yourself playing the part of counselor, psychologist in this process? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And it's it's a, a privilege that I don't take lightly. Um, helping people overcome whatever it is that's holding them back from becoming authentic on the page is it's a responsibility. And it often takes s- several sessions back and forth helping that person acknowledge, first of all, why they are so uncomfortable writing or why they're having so much difficulty writing, um, but then also giving them a new memory of what it's like to share their writing. So I get to give people real honest feedback that both builds them up and then also gives them specific things that they can do to enhance their content. And part of that, bringing them to the realization that there's something they're holding them back Mm -hmm. that they might not have realized up to that point. Yeah. And I don't think most people you know, it's interesting because we'll we'll be in a conversation and then something will come up literally about a very specific instance with a third grade teacher that they can remember every last detail about. And I don't think that they often even recognize that that is kind of holding them back from creating really compelling content. But it makes for an amazing story once the words hit yeah, the page. Yeah, absolutely. So so how how do we start to overcome those hurdles? That's a good question. Um, I think the the biggest thing is just getting in the habit of writing and starting to form a, a routine. And we had another conversation about this on the Complete Leader content, podcast. But really, a writing routine is not quite as simple as it sounds. A routine involves your environment. It involves when you write. It involves what's going on around you. So maybe I could offer a few tips for Please. a writing routine. So first off is making sure that you always have a way to capture your ideas. So this isn't actually in the bubble of writing in your home office or your coffee shop or wherever it is, but it's just having a way to access your your um, way of capturing your ideas. So you have a notebook and a pen and something that just keeps you constantly being able to capture those ideas in the moment. Um, Next, I suggest that people create a very specific writing space. There's a colleague of mine that um, she's self-employed. She has her home office, but now she's creating a completely separate writing studio because her home office is too much about business. So she needs a place that she can go that's separate and creates. Um, and so that might involve getting making it aesthetically pleasing if, you, if you're really high on aesthetics. Um, but oftentimes, it's pretty simple. You need a desk and a door that closes if you have small children or animals and you need just a space that fills yours so you don't want to be going into the guest room that has all of your junk in the corner that you you say you're going to organize you know you want a place that feels clean and uncluttered and is really a place that you can create Um, also I suggest that people really think about the best time to write so part of your routine is deciding Do I write best in the morning, afternoon, or evening? Or rather, when is the only time that I can actually write and get good stuff out of my brain? For many leaders that I work with, that's really first thing in the morning. It's 
they get up out of bed and eat, exercise, and then they spend 15 to 30 minutes focused on their writing. What type of writing? I mean, are they writing, are they coming up with stories in their head and writing fiction? Or are they writing about uh, a journal of yesterday, what they learned in the last 24 hours? Or what type of writing should be on the page? There is no type. I, I, I wouldn't, I, I would tell you to run screaming in the other direction from somebody who tells you you have to write a certain way um, because it's so varied by everybody's different brains. Some some of my clients think in bullet points. So their writing time is literally making bullet points about a, a topic that they're interested in. Some, some people like to sit down and actually write down stories and they might be fictional. You know, they might not be real stories. Other people just want to brainstorm around something and so they'll just write for 15 minutes straight without stopping um there is really no right way to do it the idea is to sit down and start creating now there's lots of tools online that can give you some ideas for prompts if you're having a difficult time and I find that a lot of people do when they very first start so do some googling for writing prompts there's a plethora of resources out there for people who are just getting started as writers. That's an area where if you just put a pen in my hand, a piece of paper in front of me, sat me down in a quiet, clean, organized room and Mm -hmm. said, start writing. The first question is what? What? Yeah. So it's open, but find something that interests you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe people who really are truly just getting started before they even start with their their actual trying to write an article or write an entire you know uh, piece of content that makes sense, they just sit down and write down a bunch of things that interest them, and then they have a running list of of topics that they can write about in the future. One other thing I want to add about your writing space is please put your phone on airplane mode, shut your computer or turn off your email. Remove every single distraction. Not only that, but remove every single distraction going into your writing time. So if you're writing in the morning, I highly recommend that you do not check your email. I know this is going to shock people, but do not check your email until after you're done creating because something about the brain just unleashes this multitask mentality. And it's very difficult to get really great content if your brain's going a thousand directions. So find a way to hone in and, and quiet your mind. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, what I hear you say, is is to prevent your mind from getting busy to begin with. Yep, absolutely. Because you've got plenty of time in the day to be busy. This focused time will actually, I've found that it enhances productivity. It makes you more focused going into the day. Um, getting your thoughts out there really helps you create clarity around kind of what your purpose is and what your message is to people. And then one last thing I want to say about writing, because I think this is super important, especially for this audience, is that not everybody is a writer and that is okay. The cool thing about the world that we live in is there are tons of professionals out there who can help you if you are a brilliant orator, but just don't like sitting down to write. There are people that can help you translate that into compelling content and you can use your genius in the way it's meant to be used without draining yourself, trying to be something you're not. But you still see an importance in this concept of writing on a regular basis. So Even yes. though if, if the content doesn't get out and somebody else helps bring the brilliance out, mm-hmm. the writing piece is still important. Maybe. Or maybe they spend that time talking. So maybe that person who really isn't connecting to writing, they find that they're better off spending their 15 minutes just recording something that day about a topic they're interested in. 
because everybody is different with how they create and how they access creativity and how they create content. So the idea behind the podcast is becoming a high performing leader mm-hmm. uh, for the person who says, okay, I, I get it right, but what's the outcome? What What's the benefit to this? How does this make me a high performing leader? Sure. Creating the content. Great question. So there's a few things. So one is when you're sending content content out in the world, you're building your brand, you're, you're getting out there, you're getting in front of people, you're sharing useful information with your audience that makes you more known within the people that you want to become known with. You start conversations. So I think that one of the, the biggest marks of great compelling content is that other people start conversations about your content without you being involved at all. And once that starts happening, it's really incredible. Um, Another thing that I've seen that's really important, especially for thought leaders, is that they get the opportunity to explore their their thinking at a different and deeper level. So this focus time exploring this concept or writing this content or speaking this content, whatever method they get it out, they get the opportunity to talk through, write through something that they're not going to get that opportunity to create clarity around in any other fashion. So it is super powerful. And it's amazing some of, once you start this process and once you start capturing those ideas, when you're out and about, when you're walking, when you're grocery shopping, you're going to start wanting to capture more ideas because they're just going to keep coming. So that's a really powerful benefit. Any, any other closing thoughts? Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is just to remember that writing is, is just like any other activity. So when you're, when you start engaging in the act of writing, research shows that your brain starts creating new pathways to do it more efficiently. So if it's kind of hard at the beginning, it's like training for a marathon. Once you continue to run every day, and as you continue to write every day, you are eventually able to do it much better and more efficiently and create much more compelling content. All right. Stacy Ennis. The book is The Editor's Eye. She's part of the faculty for The Complete Leader. You can reach out to Stacy. Her contact information is all in the show notes uh, of this podcast. We welcome you to do that. Stacy would love to hear from you. And by the way, as you are out and about, if you would go to iTunes and look up The Complete Leader podcast, if you would rate it and write a review, we would be most grateful. It's a huge help in making this content available to more and more people each and every week. And with that, we trust you have a tremendous week. This is the Complete Leader Podcast. Everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.